What's up? Welcome back to another episode of the Chris Gates Fitness Podcast. I appreciate you being here and I'm super excited for us to dive into a conversation here, which is going to be a Q&A. I uh, solicited some questions on TikTok. That's right. I braved the internet <laughs> to find questions from TikTok uh, that people had and honestly got quite a few really good ones that I think are going to um, help you out in your fitness journey, whether it be uh, trying to figure out how training comes together, trying to figure out how nutrition can align with the goals you have um, and everywhere in between. So I got some good questions here that we're going to run through and uh, I'm excited to dive into it. And since this is a Q&A that I put out there on social media, I do want to encourage you if you're not following following me on really any platform at this point, uh, definitely follow along because I love interacting, engaging, uh, answering questions, talking to people, uh, talking to you about your uh, goals and how I might be able to help. So uh, search Chris Gates Fitness, plain and simple, on every social media platform and you're going to find me there. The ones I'm really active on are uh, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, you know, all of the uh, big hitters. So make sure you follow along. And uh, if you ever have a question that you want answered in a future episode of the podcast, do not hesitate to send it my way. I would love to uh, help you out and answer your questions. Um, also, since you're listening to this episode of the podcast, make sure that you are subscribed. And if you like what you hear on the podcast, please leave a five-star review and a, and a comment. Um, that really helps a lot of people follow follow along and find the show, uh, which is the goal, right? Is to grow this thing and get as many people the right information about fitness and nutrition as possible. And lastly, I'm a coach. So uh, if you're interested in getting some help uh, with your own fitness or nutrition to get a customized program put together for you, whether it be to build muscle, burn fat, uh, feel more healthy, feel more confident in your own skin, feel more athletic, just generally feel healthier on a regular basis. That's what I do. I work with people all over the world to uh, chase their goals with fitness and nutrition. And if you have a goal, I would love to talk to you more about it. You can find a link to uh, information about coaching in the show notes for this episode. Now, with all that said, uh, let's dive into the Q&A for today. And like I said, I put this out there on TikTok at Chris Gates Fitness on TikTok. Um, and the first question that I got was how to start a workout routine. And then somebody followed up. So Tugo asked how to start a workout routine. And then Tractor Tarzan <laughs> followed up and asked um, how to find one and then how to set one up for yourself. So basically like where can you go to find a program? And then how can you learn how to just build something for yourself? So let's start with that first piece, which is how can you start a workout routine, build one for yourself? And, um, you know, really the place that I start with a lot of my clients is just trying to talk about forms of exercise that you really enjoy and forms of exercise that you also really don't enjoy and kind of just outlining those first to, to make it clear. Like these are things I like to do. These are things I don't like to do because with any type of progress that you're trying to make with fitness, consistency is going to come into the equation. You have to be on a program that you can be consistent with. If you're not on a program that you can be consistent with, uh, you may make some short-term progress, but at the end of the day, you're not going to be able to stick to that and adhere to that workout program, that workout routine that you're, you're on, um, which means that progress is probably going to be short-lived because the things you're doing don't fit into your lifestyle. The things you're doing don't fit within what you actually like to do. And that's not to say that all of the things that you're doing have to be enjoyable. 
I don't want to get it twisted. Like you're going to have to do things in your workout routine that maybe, you know, hurt and, and, you know, I, maybe I shouldn't say hurt, maybe are, you know, not pleasant, but they work you towards your goal. So let's outline that again. You want to start by figuring out what do you like? Make a list of the exercises and the forms of fitness that you like. What do you dislike? Make a list of the forms of exercise, uh, that you dislike. Okay. And then we have to factor in whatever your goal is. Is your goal going to be weight loss? Is your goal going to be building strength or building muscle? Uh, is your goal going to be building endurance? You, there are going to be certain exercises or certain modalities that you have to take advantage of and utilize to make sure that you're working yourself in the direction that you want to go. And this is where, honestly, a coach can really help you out and just like, okay, take out all the guesswork, fine tune. This is what you want to do. So these are the things you need to do to approach it. And we can work in some of what you like into that overall mix. So, um, you know, if let's do some hypotheticals, if you want to lose weight, we look at what you like and what you dislike from an exercise program. And, you know, let's say you hate high intensity interval training, but you like going for walks, then the cardio for that program should be walks. It shouldn't be high intensity interval training because you're not going to enjoy that, which means you're not going to be able to stick to it long term. You're going to hate doing it every time. You're going to dread seeing that come up on your weekly calendar that you have to do these hit sessions. And so you're going to quit eventually. But if you love going outside for walks and you know you get to do four of them a week, you're going to look forward to those walks, right? So that's a good example. Another one, if you're trying to build muscle um, and you hate doing the barbell bench press, but you like pressing and you want to build a, you know, bigger shoulders, bigger chest, bigger triceps, we don't have to do the barbell bench press. So it's good that you identified that as something that you do not like. Um, so, because that means we can scratch that from the list, but there may be variations of pressing exercises that you could do that you end up enjoying. So if you don't like the barbell bench press, we can have you doing a dumbbell bench press, or maybe you really like the incline press more than the flat press. Perhaps shoulder pressing is your, your cup of tea, um, or pushups or something, you know, like there's so many different exercise variations that maybe we can find one for you that you really enjoy. And, um, that helps you do the, the, the exercises that are going to work you in the direction you want to go and avoid the ones that maybe also work you in that direction, but you just hate doing them. There are no must have must do exercises for the most part with fitness and, and, uh, workout routines and building a program for yourself. Um, there really is figuring out what you enjoy the most about working out and trying to hammer away at that in a way that's smart and logical and works you towards whatever the end goal is that you have. And now the second part of that question question was, where can you find one? Um, and I mean, well, let's start, let's start here. You can find a free 21 day strength training program that has a nutrition element to it on any of my social media accounts. If you go to my Twitter, my Facebook, my Instagram, my TikTok, you'll see there is a link to my newsletter page. If you haven't signed up for my newsletter yet, you should because everybody that signs up for my newsletter gets a free 21-day program that has had 
I, hundreds of amazing reviews on it. So many people have used this program. It's one that I actually used to sell. Um, and over time, I decided, like, I just want as many people to have this as possible. So if you sign up for my newsletter, you're going to get this thing for free. And uh, people love it. Like, I, I just got a DM the other day on Twitter from somebody who picked up the program and, and was just blown away by, like, there's all these exercise variations in it that's going to set you up for being able to do different workout routines, again, based on what you like and let's get rid of what you dislike and also based on what type of equipment you have available to you because you may be working out at home or you may have a, a gym that you go to that only has certain pieces of equipment. So like it pretty much accounts for everything that you could possibly do in any scenario that you may be in. So I would highly recommend you get that. If you would, you want to know where to find a workout routine, that's the place you should go. Um, what I was tempted to say before promoting my own product, which I truly believe in, is that like technically <laughs> you can get one anywhere. Uh, you could just go online and um, Google pro free programs and you can find one. That doesn't mean it's going to be best for you. And that's kind of, you know, a big benefit of the program uh, that I have, uh, the, the free 21 day program is that it helps you figure out what's best for you. I mean, it's going to walk you through different steps of establishing, like, are you a beginner, intermediate, advanced? Hey, do you like these exercises? Okay, pick from these. You can plug them into this template and it helps you build your own routine. So would highly recommend it. Uh, and, and I would highly not recommend, highly not, not, I would not recommend going <laughs> on Google uh, to try and find a free program. I hope that is helpful. Um, okay, question number two from Record3000. Hey, Chris, I know every fitness enthusiast says there's always time, but no, there isn't. I have a desk full of files. Is three days enough? So is three days enough to have in a workout routine? And, and is three days enough to make progress? And the great news is, yeah, absolutely it is. And once again, you know, we could take this a number of different ways based on what your goals may or may not be, but um, you can work out as little as, as one day a week and make progress depending on what the goal is. Um, if your goal is to lose weight, I've even written articles about this where it's like, you don't even have to work out at all. If you want to lose weight, you just need to be in a calorie deficit. That's not the way I'd recommend going about it because there are so many additional health benefits from strength training and, and doing re regular cardiovascular training. So I wouldn't recommend not doing any exercise, but you can lose weight without it at all. Uh, millions of people have done it because they've just gotten themselves into a calorie deficit. Um, if you want to build muscle or build strength, you are going to have to do some amount of strength training but, you know, the, the thing about it is there's enough research that has told us, like, you can get 80 to 90% of the progress that you could possibly make by just being consistent with a few guidelines. Um, and some of those guidelines are just based around the amount of training volume that most people need to build muscle and build strength. Uh, some of those guidelines are, okay, 10 to 20 hard sets each week for the muscle groups that you're trying to build. So, um, you know, if you're trying to build uh, a bigger back, you would benefit by being somewhere in between 10 sets a week and 20 sets a week, sets a week of back training, right? Um, and that applies to, to basically every muscle group. Now, hard sets means you're lifting close to failure. So within one to two to three reps of failure. Like these sets need to be legitimately challenging. Um, but 
if you're in that 10 to 20 range, uh, you're going to be in a, in a good position there to, to build muscle and build strength. And then within those sets, if you're lifting somewhere between five to 20 reps per set, um, you'll also be in a, a really good position to, uh, build muscle and build strength. As long as those final reps for each set are getting close to failure. Like I said, as long as that intensity is high enough. Um, and again, you need to be doing this stuff consistently. And, uh, you also for building muscle and building strength and just, you know, a lot of these other fitness goals, you also have to make sure that you're doing things outside of the gym that lend themselves well to, that progress that you're trying to make. And that kind of takes us back to this question, right? Is three days enough? Oftentimes people get it twisted where it's like, if some is good with fitness, more must be better. And I need to do more and more and more to make more and more progress. And in reality, like what you do with exercise, with your workouts in the gym, or if you're out there running or doing whatever you are doing, it more so comes down to like that that exercise that you're doing is is the stimulus that you're giving to your body. You're throwing something at your body and then your body is going to try and react to that. And oftentimes it's like, okay, um, Chris lifted weights and I need to react to that because that was hard. So the brain signals to the body, we need to build some muscle because if he's going to do this again, we need to be in a better position to handle lifting those weights. So your body goes through the processes of trying to build muscle. Now, if you're not giving your body what it needs, so if you're not getting enough sleep, if you're not doing your best to reduce stress, if you're not giving your body enough calories and enough protein, all these types of recovery things, um, you'll struggle to make progress. So three days a week is is absolutely enough to make progress with fitness. Um, it, it really comes down to like, okay, if you only have time to do those three workouts, just make sure that those three workouts are structured in a way that are going to meet those guidelines of whatever your end goal is. So if, if you're only able to do three workouts a week and you want to build muscle, then make sure you're finding a way in those three workouts to, by the end of the week, be in those you know, ballpark guidelines of 10 to 20 hard sets, lifting in those rep ranges, getting close enough to those intensity levels. And if you're doing that, you'll be in a great position to to make progress as long as you're doing the other things outside of your exercise routine, right? So that's that's a big piece to it too. Uh, but three days a week is is absolutely enough. You just got to kind of make sure that you're structuring it in a, in a logical way. Okay, next question from, this is a good one, user 127904284. <laughs> Thank you for the question. Question is, give us some cutting tips, how not to be hungry all the time. Uh, and then this person says, they were bulking previously, they're not used to eating this little, and they're always hungry. So how not to be hungry all the time? I guess the first thing I would recommend with cutting and, and trying to lose weight, lose body fat is don't get so aggressive so quickly and especially like if you were in a surplus before and we could throw out some hypothetical numbers here so let's say like you were in a surplus where you were eating 3,000 calories a day to then transition into a cut you were you were gaining weight on 3,000 calories a day or at the very least you were maintaining a specific body weight on 3,000 calories a day that means more or less any reduction in calories from whatever that number is that you were balking on would 
be a deficit from what you had previously experienced. So like you don't need to go from say 3000 calories a day to 2000 or 1800 or 1500. You don't, and I don't know that that's what you're doing, but that would be my first suggestion. If you're always feeling hungry and it's so drastically different than what you were doing from when you were balking, I would say, take a a look at that, right? Make sure that you didn't cut calories too drastically because that's not um, necessary. So if you were bulking at 3000 calories, I would say like cut down to 2600, 2500, give your body a couple weeks to respond to that reduction in calories. And I mean, a couple weeks, give it two to three weeks of eating that number consistently, be honest with your tracking and all that, make sure that that stuff is dialed in with your nutrition and, uh, give your body time to respond to it. Uh, now, what I would also say is like how to not be hungry all the time. You certainly don't want to be hungry all the time. What will eventually happen, and and I think this is important to talk about, I think this actually doesn't get talked about enough, is that if you are trying to lose weight, if you're trying to be in a calorie deficit, try to cut body fat, at some point, you are going to be hungry. And depending on how lean you want to get, you may potentially be hungry every day. There, there are limiting, I guess, amounts of hunger that you're going to experience based on how lean you want to get, how much weight you want to lose. So being hungry is not a bad thing when you're in a deficit. And in fact, if you're in a deficit, you probably should feel hungry sometimes. Um, but like it, like you said, if you're just coming off of a bulk, I don't think you should be hungry every day. And that leads me to believe or assume or think that you've probably just cut calories too drastically. And I want to encourage you to kind of reevaluate things. Think about how many calories you were eating when you were in that bulk. And then what did you do at that transition point when you decided you were going to cut? What did you do there? Because it sounds like you just made that transition uh, to to your cut. Um, and, you know, the, the thing about this, it's like fitness is everybody operates on such a pendulum of extremes. And I think like with a transition from a bulk to a cut, um, if you just slash calories really quickly off the top, yeah, you'll make some progress. You're also probably going to though negatively impact your training, which means your performance is going to go down. If you slash calories a ton, your performance goes down. It probably means that you're going to lose some of that muscle mass that you built in the bulk. But if you do it gradually, you're able to hold on to as much muscle mass as possible from that bulk, which is like, why did you put all the time and effort into bulking and trying to build muscle if you're just going to slash calories drastically and like lose a lot of those gains that you made? You don't want to do that. Um, and you don't need to do that. So again, I would recommend reevaluating what that transition point looked like for you and maybe cut calories more slowly uh, to make sure that you're preserving as much of that hard work as, as you put in to build all that muscle. And like I said, if you do it gradually, you have options as you go along. Like you can continue to cut calories if and when you need to. If you slash them all, 
right from the beginning and cut like 50% of the calories out of your diet, you have nowhere to go after that, right? And then you're just in a position where you're hungry all the time and you don't know what to do. So that would be my, my recommendation. Obviously, I'm making a few assumptions based on that question, but that would be my recommendation based on what you described there. Okay, Anna Katharina Danny says, how should I start? Sometimes it just feels so overwhelming that I don't even know what to do. And... Uh, it's a shame that that is common for, I feel like most people, to be honest with you, like you, you want to do something with fitness, you have a goal, but you don't know where to start. And often that's because the fitness industry is just so confusing to navigate. Um, I, I hope that I can provide some clarity in all of that. What I tend to, to preach to you out there and, and to my clients are the basic fundamental principles that we know are backed by research evidence that say if you do this stuff consistently and efficiently and effectively for a long enough period of time, you can make all the progress that you want or 95% of the progress that you want because these are the things that are proven to work. Um, but if you Google how to do anything with fitness or nutrition, it's really confusing. Uh, there's a lot of stuff out there. There's a lot of people that whether they're, you know, influencers on social media, if they're family or friends that have tried something and had a good or bad experience, but there's just people everywhere that are going to tell you, you got to do this thing because X. And normally it's, you got to do this thing because it worked for me. And that's normally not the best approach for you because they are not you and you need to figure out what's best for you. And to answer this question, I would go back to what I said to answer that first question, which is just sit down and, and try and make a list of what some of the forms of exercise are that you enjoy and start with those. And uh, I actually made a post about this recently. Like if you're completely overwhelmed, you don't know where to start, here's a very easy way to get started. So number one, like I just said, sit down, outline the things about exercise that you enjoy, okay? And we don't even really need to make a list of the things that you don't enjoy because we're gonna focus here on what you enjoy. And then after you've done that, all the forms of exercise that you enjoy. So this is like, what types of cardio do you enjoy? Do you like lifting weights? If you do, what exercises do you like? Uh, that type of stuff. Then from there, I want you to think about how many days you are 100% confident in that you could exercise a week for forever. Like, because we want this to be, we want you to be consistent. We want this to be something that you can adhere to. So Think realistically, based on what your life is like, how many days do you think you could exercise week after week after week after week and do it and have it fit, okay? And let's say that's three days a week. So you decide, these are the exercises that I like. I know I can work out three days a week. Start by just picking three of those forms of exercise and then take each one and plug it in on one of those days. So if you're gonna work out three days a week, and you decide Monday, Wednesday, and Friday are the days that I'm going to do ex do some form of exercise. And then you decide that, well, I really like to walk and I like to do spin classes. And then I also enjoy lifting weights. Uh, I kind of like to just like pick up a pair of dumbbells and do a routine with the dumbbells. Then I want you to walk on Monday. I want you to do a spin class on Wednesday. And I want you to do your dumbbell routine on Friday. And that's it. That's all you need to do and, and, and just focus for a while. Focus on, for, the, for a month or two, 
doing those things on those three days consistently and try and just make them become a habit and part of the routine of what you do. And I promise you, if you can focus on those things that you enjoy and get consistent with them, you will, by nature, pick up on additional forms of exercise or additional workouts that you like or that you're interested in trying and then you end up trying it and you find things about that that you like and you incorporate it into your routine and before you know it, you're gonna be building your own workout routine based around the things that you enjoy just because you got started with a few of those basic forms of exercise that you like. I promise you that will happen. It happens every single time. It's 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 amazing how... Uh, positive habits and, and uh, you know, again, focusing on those things that you like can snowball and spiral into something so much bigger. But people often think, oh, I need to start big. And you don't. You need to start small and you will eventually build on it over time if you do it the right way. All right, we got three questions le- left here. Uh, the next one is from Maldit Corp EA who asks, do you recommend dirty bulking? And This is a tough one (laughs) because I have a very strong opinion on it personally, uh, but I know that it's going to, at the end of the day, be based on what your end goal is. For those listening that don't know what a dirty bulk is, a dirty bulk is essentially like throwing all uh, caution to the wind and just eating as much as you can. Uh, and while you're lifting weights to just make sure that you're gaining weight. And if you're gaining weight while lifting weights and if you're lifting intense enough that pr- you probably are, are building some muscle. The thing is, uh, as part of a dirty bulk, since you're eating just constantly, you're eating as much as you want to, uh, you are probably also packing on a decent amount of body fat. So the recommendation I typically give people, and, and I think this is like 90% of cases, uh, I do not recommend that approach because you can still effectively and efficiently build muscle while not consume over-consuming calories to the point where you pack on that much body fat. I think like for most people, again, for most people, the goal with building muscle is not to add as much body weight as possible. It's to build muscle. It's typically to build muscle and add as little body fat as you can in that process. And then at some point down the road, because when you build muscle, you you are in your in a calorie surplus, you are inevitably going to put on some body fat. That's part of the process of building muscle. Um, at some point, then you do a, you know, nine, 12, 16 week cut where you shed that body fat and then go back into a bulk. But that would be a more responsible type of bulk where we're in a, I don't know, 300 to 500 calorie surplus and understanding that, yeah, we're going to put on some body fat, but it's going to be a minimal amount and we'll take care of it later. A dirty bulk is, okay, if if you need to be eating 3000 calories to be in a surplus, you're just like, uh, screw it. (laughs) I'm going to eat literally whatever I want. And you're probably like eating 5,000 calories a day and boy, is it fun. Um, but then at the end of the day, like you're, you're, you're going to see training, uh, performance increases, but you're also going to gain a lot of weight really quickly. And and that tends to be something that people don't enjoy that, that tends to eventually not be very comfortable. Now for a dirty bulk, like who, who would I recommend it for? Um, 
I don't know. You know, I suppose there are different type of athletes uh, or people training for different types of competitions like strongman competitions or powerlifting or something like that where you just want to get as strong as possible and you do not care about your body composition then a dirty bulk probably makes sense because you just need to get as strong as you can. Uh, but I think, like I said, th- that those people and instances are few and far between. So uh, generally, no, I do not recommend a dirty bulk. Um, I've done I've done one years and years and years ago, and I hated the way I felt. I didn't like that I couldn't button my pants. <laughs> so I would not uh, recommend it to most people. All right, next question. I got a uh, question from another great name, user 2949211735291. That is very original. Uh, Two questions here. What are the best times to eat? And then what are the best times to train? And we can dive into this actually relatively quickly, I think. Um, So let's talk about the best times to train first. Uh, There is a decent amount of research that shows Training earlier in the day tends to work out well for most people, and that's simply because you have more energy, and as the day goes on, your energy tends to get depleted. Um, Now, at the same time, there's also some research that shows like training first thing in the morning, so like crack of dawn is not optimal for people. So what I generally tell people is like, if you want the best possible performance on a consistent basis... If you can train at lunch, that's probably going to give you the best benefits over time. Um, so that's like, okay, research, what does it say? And what's my recommendation based on that? But at the end of the day, like for most of us, we're just trying to make this stuff fit into your overall schedule. So when you look at the research, we're talking about what's most optimal and like most optimal is a few percentage points better than like, okay, training at lunch is a few percentage points better than training first thing in the morning, which is a few percentage points better than training after work. At the end of the day, you're not going to see a humongous difference between training first thing in the morning, training at lunch, training after work, training late at night. Like as long as you're training consistently, you will make progress and it really just comes down to, okay, how's this stuff going to fit best into your schedule? That's that's at the end of the day. That is how this has to be set up for you. Um, so when is the best time of day to train? You need to answer that question. When is it? When can you look at your schedule and your lifestyle and say, okay, I can consistently train at this time? Then that's going to be the one that's best for you. In terms of the best times to eat, it's kind of the same thing. Like you need to look at, okay, what are your nutritional goals? How does that line up? And then what does your day-to-day look like? So if you need to be in a calorie deficit, okay, that means you're going to be eating fewer calories than your body needs. You're probably going to feel hungry from time to time. What do we do? Well, you're probably going to benefit from eating high-volume foods and maybe doing that more consistently throughout the day with smaller meals. There's nothing magical about smaller meals, but it's going to help keep it's going to help you keep eating food, help keep you more satiated throughout the day. Um, but there are no magical times to eat. Uh, I recently got a question from somebody asking, is it bad that I eat like all of my calories in one meal late at night? Because that person said, I've heard eating before bed uh, can help cause you to gain excess body fat, which first and foremost is not true. 
There's nothing true about that at all. Um, and really, at the end of the day, it, it, it doesn't matter what times of day you eat. It just matters that you are looking at your goal, looking at your nutrition plan, and day-to-day controlling your calories. So if you need to be in a calorie deficit, and that deficit is 2,000 calories, you can eat whenever you want. I would suggest you do it in a way that makes you feel fullest and most satisfied throughout the day. You can eat whenever you want, as long as by the end of each day, you're in a calorie deficit. And whatever that number is, you just need to be hitting that number day to day. You will see your progress fall in line uh, accordingly. So with training and nutrition, both of them, there are no, there is no magic. There is no magic. It's just about being consistent with it. All right, last question of the podcast episode today from Andy Liu. Uh, Does lifting weights help to burn body fat? And this is a, this is a popular question for sure. Um, does lifting weights help you burn body fat? At the end of the day, I keep saying that for every one of these questions, but I just, you know, a lot of the, these questions just come back to the same answer, uh, really. And burning body fat, there are no exercises that burn body fat. No cardio burns body fat. No type of weightlifting burns body fat. What burns body fat is being in an energy deficit, which means you need to be in a calorie deficit. Uh, If you are in a calorie deficit, you could do any type of training you want. You will burn body fat. Now, what I would recommend, so that's the literal answer to that question. Does lifting weights burn body fat? No. (laughs) Neither does cardio. No exercise burns body fat. But I highly recommend lifting weights as part of a calorie deficit. And the reason for that is lifting weights helps you potentially build muscle during the process of burning body fat. And at the very least, it's going to help you retain muscle mass. So that means hold on to the muscle mass that you have. When you're in a calorie deficit, you're in an energy deficit. Like I said, your body has to search within itself and convert tissues into energy that you use throughout the day. That's how your body loses body fat. That's how your body loses weight. Um, so the primary source of tissue that your body uses for that energy is going to be body fat, but there is other tissue in the body that your, uh, that your brain can say, Hey, we need to utilize this for energy. And muscle is one of those tissues. So a lot of people don't think about that. When you lose weight, you're losing tissue and, and how much of that tissue, how much of the different tissues are you losing? You don't want to lose muscle. Nobody should want to lose muscle mass. Um, so when you lift weights, Again, this is a signaling thing. Your brain's like, okay, that was difficult, uh, and we're in an energy deficit. To utilize energy for the day, we're going to utilize more energy from body fat because brain says we need to hold on to this muscle mass because Chris or whoever you are, Chris is doing some really difficult stuff right now. We need that muscle mass to get through these difficult things that are happening in these training sessions. So you will retain as much muscle or potentially build muscle and you will lose as much weight from specifically body fat if you're lifting weights while you're in a calorie deficit. So does lifting weights burn body fat? No. Lifting weights helps you preserve as much muscle as possible and it helps you kind of transition transition that signaling to have your body burn as much body fat as it can for the energy that you need throughout the day. Hope that makes sense. And I, I hope this Q&A was, was helpful. I honestly didn't know what I was going to get. 
I didn't, I didn't know what I was going to get from uh, TikTok and uh, got some good questions. I also got somebody asking, um, I, I want to turn into Ronnie Coleman in two months. And uh, that <laughs> that's not one I answered because there's no answer to that. <laughs> Find a lot of really good steroids and you can make it work. But uh, this was fun. I, I hope you enjoyed it. If you ever have any questions, like I said, that you want answered on the podcast, please feel free to reach out to me on any social media platform, Chris Gates Fitness. Just search for me. You will find me. Uh, my DMs are open. You can always reply to any of my posts. Uh, toss a question in there. And we'll answer it on an upcoming episode. So thank you so much for listening. Like I said, if you liked this, please leave a five-star rating and review. That helps me a ton. And if you are looking for some coaching, there is that link in the show notes. We can uh, talk more about your goals if you want to uh, touch base and let me know what you're interested in working on, whether it be burning fat, building muscle, feeling more confident, all that good stuff. I would love to talk to you and help you out. So thanks again for listening. I'll talk to you again in the next one.